This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every day this month by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? Good, because you pointed out to me at one point that I kept saying every week, even though we're doing an episode a day this month. So, at least one episode, I will say it right. There we go. And that episode probably won't release. I don't know which one that was, because we recorded no. these all out of order. So, they'll no be idea. somewhere in this month. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking Hocus Pocus... 1993, holy shit. I want to ask you first, do you have, like, the major history that I do with this movie? Did you grow up watching this every year? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think most people, especially our age, have that. Yeah. What was it before it was Freeform? It was, like, that family channel? where It was, it was like ABC the... Family. Yeah. Yeah. Where every October they would play Hocus Pocus at nauseum. But it was almost every time it was on, it'd be like, yeah, let's turn it on. Yeah, and that's the thing. I rarely watch this movie front to back anymore. Like, I think it's actually been a few years since I front to backed this movie. Because I put it on all the time around this time of year. But you know what I mean? It's usually when I'm doing stuff or something. I'm like, oh, I'll put Hocus Pocus on. This was the first time I sat down to watch the whole thing in some time. Yeah, I get what you mean, because this is one where, like, there's definitely been years where they do the 24-hour marathon on Halloween. So, let's get this out of the way first, okay? Okay. So, Hocus Pocus. Yes, I know we are throbbing with horror. Usually <laughs> we're talking about people being disemboweled and whatnot like that. People yes, die. This, yeah, this is one of the few cases we can actually say kids horror. Yes, I know. It's Halloween. We're giving you 31 yeah. episodes this month. Deal with it, because we want to talk about it. Holy, if you have any complaints about us covering Hocus Pocus, and you're a fan of Halloween, fuck you. I mean, look, I, I do get it, too. If you just want straight-up horror, I was going to say come back tomorrow, but maybe yeah, come, come back, back the tomorrow. Next day. <laughs> no, come back tomorrow. tomorrow. It'll be fine. Bet you there's no sequel coming. Yeah, so come back the next day, and you'll be good. <laughs> Yeah, but and you know deep down in your, like, gut-infused soul that just loves blood and splatter, there's part of you that loves the Sanderson sisters. Remember back to that time? Remember Binks? How cute is Binks? My sister-in-law's cat is named Binks uh, for this <laughs> movie, so I always think this all the time. Um, so, yeah, I grew up on this movie, definitely. We watched it all the time. My sister would watch it a lot, and I watched it. And I went through kind of this period where I almost started getting mad at this movie, though. Because, <laughs> granted, it's still everywhere. But right. it's a manageable amount of everywhere now, I would say. I swear, like, four to five years ago, I'd say, it was just inescapable. Like, it was everywhere. That's all I would see on every, like, social media and every store on every commercial. I'm like, I, I get it. I like the movie, yes, but I couldn't take it. And I almost had that thing where I became angry at this movie for a little <laughs> bit. And then, like, the next, by the next year rolled around, I'm like, okay, yeah, I like Hocus Pocus. I know what you mean, but I love this movie so much. It didn't do the Nightmare Before Christmas syndrome for me. Of, oh my god, before I even saw this movie, I'm tired of it. Like, get it out of my face. I still don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. Just because, like, it's so shoved down your throat. Especially when we went to high school. The, every emo kid or goth kid was just decked out in Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like... When was the last time you watched that movie? Do you really love it that much? Or is it just like, that's what Hot Topic has at the moment? I mean, I do like that movie, but I am also a former Hot Topic employee like over 10 years ago, so maybe that's just a requirement to work there. That movie also makes me mad because Jack Skellington is the king of Halloween, and he's like, eh, it's not good enough, we yeah. gotta go fight Christmas. Go fuck yourself. That's enough nightmare anyway. Yeah. Uh, but actually, you know what? That's perfect. I'm glad you brought that up. So we'll get into one of the facts early. Okay. So this movie was released in July. Yeah, weird release date because it flopped. Yeah, it obviously did very poor. Now, there's two reasonings 
thrown around for this. Hmm. They knew it was a kid's Halloween movie. Like, well, let's put it out in the summer where the kids aren't in school and everything. Maybe we'll get a little more that way. And the other was, this came out the same year as Nightmare Before Christmas, which Disney had already sunk a lot of money into, like, making that. Because think of how expensive that was to make. And they're like, we didn't want to compete against ourselves in October. So Hocus Pocus got moved to July. So actually very appropriate that you brought both of those up those bastards this movie should have been the one that they pushed for but look at it now which movie got a sequel exactly and here's the other thing this movie was ripped to shreds by critics when it came out which is insane of like what kind of it's so it's such a solid storyline and there's never a part where i'm like yawn no exactly like they despise i did look up some reviews i think it was entertainment weekly called it corny slapstick and like trash or something well, like that yes it's corny and slapsticky like you have do you not like the three stooges i love the three stooges exactly like and that's all they are that's that works <laughs> yeah all right uh i think i'm ready to get into this thing what do you think yeah, let's go. Um, directed by Kenny Ortega, which I clicked on his letterbox thing. He did all those high school musical movies. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of tours, actually, like pop, like, you know, pop star tours. Like, it's a full-on production. And he has directed the choreography for a lot of huge tours and things like that from when I looked into him. And he did that awful Rocky Horror remake. Yeah, but, like, just the stage play and like the choreography and everything like that i saw that yeah but i was just like uh do you know who the writers were uh i mick garris is one who i listen to his podcast here and there he is actually like i like his storytelling and whatnot yeah so it's david kershner and mick garris both two like straight up horror guys like i mean well at least mick garris very horror guy right. uh david kershner's more Produced everything in disney and stuff yeah, but Mick Garris did, like, Critters 2, um, yeah. a ton of Stephen King adaptations. Uh, what else did he do? The Fly 2. Did he do The Fly 2, that Tales of Halloween? Like, he's yeah. done a lot. Yeah, and he's one of those names in horror that you'll see pop up every once in a while, and every time it's like, oh, I like Mick Garris. Yeah, so it's got some good pedigree to it right there. Um, all right, starts out, I hate this name. I despise Binks' first name. It's not Zachary. Zachary. I just feel like I have a lisp every time I'm saying it. You know, every I didn't know that until this time when I put on the captions, because I do that when I uh, watch the movie to record, because I find little things like this. Of I thought his name was Zachary. No, it's Thackery. Yeah, Thackery Binks. Thackery Binks! Yeah, but... Thackeray Binks, his sister Emily, is taken by some witches at the very kickoff of this movie from, like, 300 years ago. And you hear, like, the Come Little Children song. Like, you know, that's just, like, crack for kids. They follow that anywhere. Yeah, that's Sarah. It seems like Sarah is the one that draws in the kids. Uh, Winifred, Winnie, is the main big one that, like, does all the spells and makes the potion. And Mary helps. <laughs> she follows her nose like Toucan Sam. I smell children. She does that thing with her mouth the whole time. I love it. That's great. But he follows um, to the Sanderson sister's house. And he sees this old witch, Sarah Jessica Parker, with lots of aged makeup, bringing the kid into the house. Oh, because they look into the woods and they're like, oh no, they're brewing or something. And because there's this giant column of purple smoke rising from the woods, you would think you would move way away if you're going to be drawing attention to yourself like that every single time you make a potion. Well, they do seem like they're way out, like from the town and everything. Like, how far can you really go, though, back then, you know? Well, I mean, you can go a couple miles and that'll take them a couple days by back then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Thackeray is hiding, and they hear him outside, and he hides, and Winifred looks outside, we get the, another glorious morning, makes me sick line. I love that. And you get the shot of her, like, perfectly. Like you said, they're all in, like, older age makeup here, but she has these giant buck teeth that make no sense. <laughs> oh, it's great, though. Oh, yeah. 
But they're reading the Necronomicon. Oh, that's a thing that I another. I know. I'm sorry. I keep like every like you talk for a second, then I cut in with something. But this book is so great, and it just makes me think that we love evil books. If an evil book's in a movie, you're gonna like the movie. Well, yeah, and they even say this thing is bound in human flesh. <laughs> like, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why I called it the Necronomicon. And that's where, like, Disney at this time, think about what they're dealing with. This is Disney, Mickey Mouse, ha <laughs> you know, like, there's children <laughs> death. I've never heard you do a Mickey impression before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! How many children are you going to kill in this movie? That's so bad. Well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's children death. There's... Um, kind of drug use later, they talk about cigarettes, which is drugs, technically. Especially to Disney, that's a crack. Um, there's, like, kind of a, like, bully situation going on, like, Mom's Madonna? Yeah, dude, there's a lot in this one. Especially Sarah Jessica Parker's boobs throughout the entire (laughs) movie? Yeah, definitely a lot throughout it. (laughs) That's one of those, like, it's a, a core memory has been unlocked. Like, ooh, look at her! Lean over that broom! Yeah, everyone remembers that of a certain yeah. age, believe me. <laughs> she's reading the book and making a life potion that she has to give to the child, and then they'll, like, suck the life force from the child. And they're just about to give Emily the potion, and Binks comes in and stops him, and he dumps the big cauldron, but he's zapped by Winifred. But Emily's already glowing, and they start stealing her life, and they all de-age. Yes, well, I love that it's like, we're young again! And Bette Midler's like, well... Younger. Yeah. <laughs> but now what do we do with you to Thackeray Banks? So like, they turn him into an immortal cat, so he's going to live forever, but as a cat. Well, they like, okay, book, because the book is sentient. Like, they can just be like, oh, yeah. okay, what can we torture him with? They're like, bunions, crabs, whatever. They don't say crabs. But it's like, oh, yes, eternal life as a cat. Dude, like, that's kind of smart. I won't lie. Yeah, it is a torture, because he does hate it. All he wants to do is die so he can be with his family. Yeah, they turn him into a cat, he shrinks down, meows, and then they hear the town is outside the house because they know they're witches. They're like, bring out the children. Oh, no witches here, just three old ladies, like, being alone for the night. And Sarah's like, and sucking the souls out of children! And they do, like, she grabs her to choke her, she's like, And then it, it's like hard cut to the town has them strung up. And they're like, Winifred Sanderson. She's like, yes. <laughs> they're all about to be hugged. He's like, I give you one more chance. Where's my son, Thackeray? Like, I can't say. Cat's got my tongue. And they all laugh, you know. And the, I guess Binks had to learn how to talk. Because yeah. if I was him, I'd be like, hey, I'm right here. Yeah. He's just trying to get his parents' attention and stuff, and the dad's like, away, foul beast! But I also love the part where it's like, sisters, sing! Uh-huh. And they start chanting like a satanic hymn in this Disney movie. Yeah. Well, even the original script for this was much darker, and it was originally called Halloween House. And there's a lot of changes made. You know how scripts always are. Oh, yeah. Nothing like what they are. But it originally was even like much more... I don't know if it was ever supposed to be a rated R, but even way more darker than this. I could see that, where you could play with this and make it a darker version. Where, like, you know how there's the, like, R-rated Winnie the Pooh movie coming out? 30 years from now, have the R-rated Hocus Pocus, where they're ripping kids' spines out and they're drinking the fluid. (laughs) We saw that movie. It was called The Witch. We already did an episode on it. Oh, that's true. There were a bunch of them as well. Yes, but... They they vow to they drop the book when they start singing because they're like cover your ears. The book flips open to a spell she needs to say, and she says it. And they vow to come back on a Halloween in the future, and they kick out the feet, and they're all hung and die. Yes, which yeah, there where uh, do these three count? Because they do die a couple times. All right, I'm glad you brought that up. I was yes. just gonna bring it up at the end. Look, we've seen the trailer for the sequel. Oh there yeah, it. that's true. And. We see them die like three times in this movie, yeah. and they keep coming back. So I'm giving them the Jason rule, where I never count them. Okay, I'm glad I wanted to get that out of the way at the beginning. Okay, so I know what the rules yeah. are. 
Like, you know he dies, like, every movie in his franchise. They do it, like, four times in this movie. So, like, yeah, they they get (laughs) grandfathered in the Jason rule. Where, yeah, they don't count even if they die. Right. Because even at the end of this movie, spoilers, they do the big thing of they burst into, like, dust. But in the next one, they come back. It's magic dust, though. Yes. But um, you know what? After and this is all I'm going to really talk about the sequel because we're going to do a whole thing about it tomorrow. I'm so happy! I'm so happy it's finally happening. Yeah, literally tomorrow for you listeners. Uh, yeah. Full disclosure: it doesn't come out for like a few more weeks for like two more weeks for us. But yeah, for you guys, it's tomorrow. This is a, it gives me hope for like a trick or treat too. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that off mic. There. I mean, nothing secret, but I saw they're bringing it back to theaters. So oh, who knows? Interest that. is out there. Yeah. But I do want to mention one more thing before we jump to, like, the present day, or 90s present day. Mm. It's very sad how the dad, like, shoes away the cat. Yeah, that's what I was saying, where he's like, away, foul beast! Because, you know, he's like, Dad, please, like, help me. Like, it's he could never sit outside the house and scratch into the house, like, Binks, with an arrow, and sit at the arrow? Or are they going to think he's a witch thing now, and then try to kill him? Uh, that's what I imagine it would be like. Yeah. But think about that, the transformation of your, you're you, you're just Greg, you like pizza and beer, you like to watch your TV, and now yes. you're a cat, you have to learn how to be a cat, because at the, like, by the time it's present day, he's hunting mice, you know, he can talk, he learned how to talk, he's been run over by who knows how many cars. Do you think there was ever, like, a Groundhog's Day situation with Binks where he was trying to kill himself constantly over and over again? Like, just a giant montage of him trying to find a way to end his life? Like, like, he sees a bear in the woods and just walks up to it, rolls on his belly, and does that cat thing where he's like, come on! (laughs) Yeah, like, do do you think he went through this phase until he finally got, okay, I'm not dying? I could see that being a funny kind of thing going, well, because that's such a huge thing going on. And he says later in the movie, all he wants to do is die so he can be with his family. So I could see him being like, maybe if I die, I can finally not be a cat. Yeah, exactly. But we cut to present day for the 90s, Salem, Massachusetts. 1993. 93. Year I was born. I was going to say, you are Hocus Pocus years old. Yes. Hocus Pocus has been around for as long as I can ever remember. (laughs) I had one Hocus Pocus-less year. That's sad. (laughs) But Max is a new student at this (laughs) Salem school from California. And he's in class hearing the teacher tell the Sanderson sister legend. Okay, real quick. Do you know who they wanted to I was going to say who almost, but no, they just wanted him to play Max. Oh, um, let me think. Oh, who's the Terminator think... 2 kid? No, but that would have been good. Okay. Um, Think 90s, this age star, who was huge. That's a hard, because immediately I go, Edward Furlong? Is that Terminator uh, 2 kid? That, that's Terminator kid, yeah. Yeah, as immediately my mind goes to him, because this kid looks a lot like him. It's not the Halloween H2O kid with the bad haircut, right? Nope, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Holy shit, Leo! Oh my god, it's Leo! <laughs> yeah, they almost got Jack himself, but he turned it down to do What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, okay, which I, I've never seen it, but I think he did win an award for that, so it makes sense. But- I mean, look, I get, like, as much as I'd love to see Leonardo in Hocus Pocus, I don't think we get the Leonardo DiCaprio we get today if he <laughs> makes that career choice. You know what no. I mean? Hi, guys! Let's go light the black flame candle! To be fair, because most people probably have no idea what you're talking no. about, please look up Titanic Fan 97 on TikTok. No, Leonardo DiCaprio does not talk like that. That is not what Brett's doing. No. <laughs> Mad Demon! But, and so Max does not believe it. This is his first day at school. And right. this town's obviously super into Halloween. And he's Salem. just going yeah, he's going to scoff at him and tell him they're all stupid. That's a great way to make friends your first day. And he's like, no. we all know Halloween was invented by the candy company. But thank God, um, fuck, what's her name? God, Allison jumps in and is like, actually, it's all Hollow's Eve. It's been around for a really long time. It was the pagans, blah, blah, blah. And the teacher's like, thank you, Allison, and gives her a big round of applause. I always <laughs> love this teacher and wish I had this teacher as a teacher. 
I know she does seem great. And Max, the freaking madman he is, I don't know how we do it in Hollywood, Max, but in class, class isn't over, the bell hasn't rang, gets up and just walks up to Allison and gives her his number that right there in the middle of the room and everything. If you remember right, in high school, we could barely look at each other. If I were to look over at my friends sometimes, I would get yelled at, let alone walk over and pass a note. Yeah, but... Gives a number in the middle of class, and they're talking after school, and she goes, trick or treat, and he holds out his hand and gets his own number back. Which is a pretty funny kind of thing she does there of like, okay, you're not so hot shit, buddy. But she also is also like kind of flirting with him a little bit. A little bit. He's biking home, and he cuts through a graveyard and encounters <laughs> some bullies. Jay and Jay- Silent Bob. Dude, Jay is definitely Jay, 100%. Noich, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers. <laughs> and so Jay goes, and this is Ernie, and then is pulled aside and whispers, he goes, oh, I'm sorry, this is ice. And he has ice shaved into the back of his head. It's so fucking funny and corny. Side note, did you ever do that where you had something shaved in the back of your head? No, I never have. When I was really little, I had a 29 shaved in the back of my head before we went to a NASCAR race. I'm not going to take it. Never mind. Nope. Go, go Kevin Harvick. <laughs> I'm not even going to do the West Virginia joke right here. No. no. Not the- <laughs> Nothing That's to do with easy. West Virginia. That's way too easy. You're just lining it up for me. <laughs> but the bully still his shoes, and he... Goes home and his parents are like, he wasn't wearing shoes, he's in a bad mood, house school, bad. He goes upstairs and he's about to fuck his pillow at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> he's in bed. He literally just got home, goes upstairs, bad day, closes his door, is holding his pillow like, oh, Allison, you're so soft. One, look, his sister's in the room, so ruins it. Yeah. But who just audibly talks about, like, dear, okay, never mind. <laughs> Number one, that's weird. Number two, thank God Danny popped out when she did. Because he was about to unzip and start doing stuff, and Danny's like, Max? (laughs) The sister Danny jump scares from the closet. Boo! And and she's picking on him. Oh, Allison! Danny played by Thora Birch, who was in American Beauty, and later showed up on The Walking Dead. Oh, who was she in The Walking Dead? Oh, God, this was towards the end of uh, Oh, okay, that probably Um, didn't. No the Whispers, the people who wore the faces, oh. she was one of them who turned good and something like that. I don't know. Oh. But I have to say, because you know one of our things in this is kid actors. How are they? Yes. Make or break a movie. Danny's pretty legit. Well, this movie doesn't work without kid actors, because it's a kid's movie. So this one, like, they're almost just actors. You know what I mean? I know they always are, but like, it's not like in a very adult movie with a random kid thrown in it. You know? Well, even even Max and Al, uh, Allison are pretty good. Like, Max, any of these ones could ruin this movie by being horrible, but they're all believable. They all seem like children. They're not trying to act like children. Yeah, exactly. But she wants him to take her trick-or-treating. He says no, but is obviously forced to do it. And he's downstairs... Danny's dressed as a witch. His parents are going to the dance at Town Hall tonight, so you take care of Danny. Yeah. One of these giant town Halloween dances that only exist in movies and never happen. Because that would be so awesome to just go to the big dance party at Halloween and dress up. Counterpoint, my town has one. Oh, really? Uh, they used to, not my town, like the big town by my town, not my tiny yeah. town, the town I'm on the outskirts of, used to have this thing at the fire hall, like, on Halloween that was huge, it was just like a community thing, and they had an open bar and, like, yeah. bands and stuff. That'd be awesome. I don't know if they still have it, but at least a couple years ago they did. See, that sounds amazing. Like, I would love to do that. Yeah, so, there, that, that does, did at least happen, so once in a while they're there. Okay, because I've never heard of this happening. I've only ever seen it in movies. Yeah, like adults only, like no kids or anything. Yeah, to where like I will get there, but later the kids run into the party and they're like, you can't go in there. Yeah, but give up right away. We'll get there. So he's out taking Danny trick-or-treating. They go to a house and they're turning around and Danny is confronted by Jay and Ice who want her candy. Like, you didn't pay the toll. She goes, well, 
Sorry for you, I happen to have my big brother with me. He's gonna beat you up. Oh, they do this great act out of like, oh no, your big brother! And they grab each other and like, spin around and shake. They're like, oh no! (laughs) (laughs) They obviously get her candy. He just hands it over so he doesn't get more shoes stolen. And he gets embarrassed and yells at Danny. And you think it's gonna be this big thing, but no, they make up within like three minutes. Well, yeah, we're at first you're like, okay, uh, Max is kind of being a dickhead, and you're like, okay, he's yeah. the dickhead old older brother. But this scene right here cements him of like, oh no, he's an okay guy because he immediately makes up with Danny and is like, uh, kind of like brings her out of it. Like, I just saw something fly across the moon and like scares her. And that's when they look up, they're like, oh look, a mansion. They probably have full size candy bars and apple cider. Dude, so they go up to the mansion to trick-or-treat. What is good? This looks like the worst Halloween activity in the world. Nothing about this seems Halloween. No, it's like a bunch of snobby, like, rich people from the town, I guess, like, dress up in Victorian clothes and pretend they're, like, in the 1700s. <laughs> yeah, they look like they're about to sign the Declaration of Independence. It does. It looks like the, like, stuffiest party you could ever be at. Until, like, midnight, and then they're all like, okay, it's midnight, and the orgy starts. Like, that's the only way that that party becomes fun. Of, like, okay, we're going to be extremely snobby and stuck up until we all fuck each other. Yeah, they have a shunting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm getting too old for this. It's the old guy with the cigar, and he's all sweaty. (laughs) But Allison's there, and she comes down and is talking to them, and... Makes I think she takes a liking to Danny. Danny says some weird things about Max like your likes your gazungas and her yabos. T- yabos, that's what it was. Gazungas is just the immature word in my head, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but they're talking and they all three leave and they're gonna go see the Sanderson house. Right, because Danny's saying about like, oh, we learned about the sisters in class, and Max just wants to go be alone with Allison, basically. So it's like, yeah, let's go do this. Like, almost like, sure, I'll go do the thing you want to do. So here's the thing. It's Halloween night in Salem. They're going to this famous house of, like, these three witches who are hung and everything like that. So you're telling me that one of these scenarios isn't happening. One, it's not open. I can't, for the life of me, picture, like, the people who run this museum they turn the house into wouldn't have it open on Halloween. Oh, they'd be doing tours at midnight again. Like I said, once again, at midnight is the big show kind of thing, you know. Or, if they're not open, there's not at least a security guard there. Or, if there's not a security guard there, other people aren't breaking into the Sanderson house on Halloween. Exactly. If it's, like, still open then, of course, it's going to be open and there's going to be tours. If it's closed, all of the teenagers are flocking there because they know this legend. I feel like they stole the plot of Night of the Demons a little bit here. A little bit. I could see that, kinda. But they get in there, Allison's giving them the tour, the book, the black flame candle, the brooms, all this stuff, and Max says he's about to light the candle, and he's joking, but as he does this, this cat jumps on and attacks him, and he's about to, like, oh, what the hell? And he's like, the other two are kind of freaked out, like, no, let's go, Max. He's like, oh, come on, it's just a bunch of Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh he did a thing! <laughs> and he lights the black flame candle, and poof, poof, like, all the electronic candle light bulbs start exploding, and they all light with real fire and everything. He goes, what happened? And his sister goes, a virgin lit the candle. (laughs) Immediately things go horribly. Where the second he lights it, everyone's like, oh shit, we shouldn't have done that. We fucked around too much. Yeah, right away instantly. And then, big music, the door swings open and the Sanderson sisters have returned. Yeah, and it's, they all, um, yeah, they burst in, uh, Sarah's immediately looking for her lucky rat's rat's tail, and she's like, I found it! Which I guess means they never dusted there in 300 years. Yeah, there's, look, if you look at too much (laughs) logic in the movie Hocus Pocus, we'd be here all night. Very true. But that's one that has always stuck out to me, of like, the rat tail's still there? But Mary gives us the I smell children, and she's sniffing around, and she's like, like, it's a girl. She's 
seven, eight, no seven. And like she kicks <laughs> yeah. it out like right away. And Danny pops up and pretends to be a witch. And they're like, oh, and like they're playing along with her for a second. Like, oh, well, I better get going. Like, no, stay for dinner. And they all grab her to cook her. I love Winnie's line of like, what a precious little child. <laughs> or she like can barely choke it out of just like, I hate saying anything nice about my food. <laughs> Max stops them from, I don't know what they were going to do, but gets like lightning zapped from Winifred. And then all hell breaks loose. The kids are fighting the witches. The cat fights the witches. The people are getting smacked with brooms. All It's chaos a little bit. And Max jumps up and gets all their attention. And he says, I summon the burning rain of death and flicks a Zippo because every cool kid in the 90s just carried around a Zippo for no reason. Well, it, there that's actually a scene in the movie of Max finds a Zippo in the Winifred, in the Sanderson sister house. Oh, okay, but that still it's wasn't just a rack of them, yeah. But yeah, Giddem's there, and he's like, ooh, a Zippo. <laughs> <laughs> but look, flicks on the lighter, which already has their attention, because I think they're from, like, the 1600s. Like, he has fire in his hand! And he yeah. holds it up to the sprinkler system and starts spraying and scares them. He tricks them quite a bit in this movie. Oh, they think they're melting. They're like, that's something I love about the Sanderson sisters, like coming to terms with modern day, 1993 of like the Zippo, like making the water come out, like the kids and the Halloween costumes later. A road. road. (laughs) Yeah. Fireman. (laughs) That's why I'm kind of glad we waited so long for a sequel, because we can honestly just play with that again. Oh, yeah. Well, I just saw the poster where um, Mary is on Roombas, and I was like... Yeah, exactly! (laughs) Like, we can play with all that again, because it's been so long. Honestly, you take someone from the 90s and put them today, and they'd be exactly like this. Oh, yeah. They're all running out of the house now, and the cat jumps out like, Good going, Max! Grab the book! They're like, You can talk! And grabs the book, and they run away. Which, it's very, and I'm glad they don't, like, dwell on it too much, but everyone accepts that, like, oh, it's a talking cat. Oh, there's witches. Oh, this is what we have to do. Now there's a zombie. Like, everyone accepts it very quickly, which keeps the story moving. Exactly. Um, They all run away. The witches realize it's just water. They go outside, and they're confused by the road, or they're like, it's a black river that's frozen over, and they realize it's solid. They Because Winnie and Mary push Sarah into the middle of it, almost as like a sacrifice, because they think it's some weird, like, black river. And she's like, it's firm! It's made of stone! <laughs> and this is when we get the great her. Of them marching down the road, and then they see the firemen. They're like, Wah! and go running away and hide. <laughs> I like it's not here, but we probably won't even hit the scene. So when they're hiding behind the sign of the Sanderson yeah. Museum, and they see the fire. They're witch hunters. Look at their axes they carry. <laughs> <laughs> they carry the axes to chop wood to burn witches. Yeah. <laughs> Look at their black robes. <laughs> That's what it is. But. The kids and the cat all go to the graveyard because it's sacred ground. And Binks is giving them kind of a tour and talking to them. And I don't know why he shows them the Billy Butcherson grave because it has nothing to do with anything as far as they know. But Billy Butcherson was Winifred's lover who cheated on her with Sarah. So she killed him and had him put here. And then he goes to his sister's grave, gives the story about that real quick. And he tells them that they're going to need the spell book for the potion before the sunrise. Right. Yeah, a little big expedition exposition dump here, which is very it, it's like, okay, it works of he's just telling them and as the audience we also know what's going on now. It's not like they're yeah. just sitting there talking to the camera of like the end of psycho kind of. Yes. But the witches arrive on brooms because they can't step foot, and Winifred resurrects Billy Butcherson. He's really cool looking, I won't lie. Like I love the makeup on this dude. I love Billy. Is it Billy? <laughs> it's a Doug Jones, who's um a, one of these character actors like that who you see pop up in a bunch of stuff of like the weird kind of looking guy because he is like a gangly tall kind of dude. But he was the Shape of Water like fish monster. He was in Batman Returns. Yeah, he was in Hellboy. I know that too. Like he yeah. just he likes being under a lot of makeup. Right, and I have the Billy Tombstone now. After years of wanting it, I finally bought it from Spirit Halloween. It's right beside me. Oh, nice. 
But yeah, so Billy's going after them. Max knocks his head off with a tree branch, and they get away <laughs> in an old crypt that connects to the street. What is going on with your sewer system? Yeah, it's really weird. Of and th- it's also this is a Disney movie still, and it's not like it's extremely scary. But there's a zombie running around. There's a decapitation. They go down in this crypt, and Binks is like, "Danny, don't look up." She's like, "Trust me, I won't." And the, of course, the camera looks up, and there's skeletons hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tame, though. Like, this is stuff like I watched oh. when I was a kid, like this. Like, the old Scooby-Doo's, not the, like, yeah. the TV show, like, the one. old cartoon movies, like, where there would be real monsters and stuff. Like, it's on those levels, you know what I mean? You can like, handle it. I don't think that they would do that today. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. You guys have already found out at this point. Yeah, and so have we. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the... Witches say they need to collect many children for immortality instead of just one at a time for each day. And this is the bus scene. Oh, this is so great. Of uh, bubble bubble, I'm in trouble. <laughs> hey. And the bus driver like flicks his hat so it goes all like smooth on the back of his head. <laughs> uh what's the dude who fucking plays the Punisher now? What's his name? Oh, I know who you I know who you mean. Thomas not Thomas Jane. That's the actual name, isn't it? Yeah, he also played Shane once again in Walking yeah. Dead. I know who you um, don't mean. Anyway, that's what this guy reminds me of the way he talks and everything. <laughs> yeah, where he's like, um, you girls are giving me a fever. Whoa. Like, what can <laughs> where can I take you? It's like I desire I'd we desire children. Yeah, what do you what do you call this contraption? Well I call it <laughs> A bus. <laughs> a bus, a bus. <laughs> we desire children. Hey, it may take me a couple of tries, but we'll get there. <laughs> Which is lost on you as a kid watching it now. I'm like, oh, he's talking about fucking them. But they're riding in the bus. Our heroes crawl out of the manhole, but Binks is run over by said bus. But they're all sad, but they just reinflate. So it's like, oh, I hate that. Yeah, and it's like, remember, I can't die, which is a good thing. I like that they put that in there of even if something happens to him, he can come back as long as like the Sanderson sisters spell is still around kind of thing. Yeah. And this is where um, the bus driver has Sarah sitting on his lap, driving the bus. (laughs) Yeah, because she's who hits Biggs. It's like, speed bump. (laughs) (laughs) But they have the bus stop. Because they see a street full of trick-or-treaters. And like, wait, wait. It's like, can I call you? Or something like that. But they all just leave. It's like, well, you you wouldn't like me in the morning. And then he's like, oh, come on. And then when he's like, no, you would. And he's like, party pooper. <laughs> and then, like, they get out. And like, what is this? Like, it seems Halloween's become a night where, like, spirits run amok or something. Amok, amok, amok. Everyone knows. So, the costumes here. Do any stand out to you on these trick-or-treaters? Um, the only one that really does is you get the little girl in the angel costume that comes around and it's like, bless you. And they're like, ah! Dude, there's a kid in a clearly homemade Sonic the Hedgehog costume oh, that really? I love every single time. He has like the giant blue spikes come out the back and everything. <laughs> I don't know how you don't notice he's, like, huge, like, walking around on the sidewalk. I never really, I don't really know Sonic, so that's probably, it didn't, like, catch my eye. No, uh, true. But yeah, you see that. Yeah, the girl dressed as an angel blesses them and frightens them quite a bit. Um, yeah, and they're like, I smell children, but I don't see children. I'm losing my powers! And start slapping her. <laughs> But right then, they look up at this house, and they see this guy dressed as a devil, and they yell, Master! And run up to him. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny, because it's just this old guy in, like, red, like, underwear, basically, of those, like, long underwear. And they're, like, bowing at his feet and worship- worshiping him, and he's like, come on inside! <laughs> so, uh, him and his wife in this are actually brother and sister. They're siblings in real life, so it's kind of fun oh. they got to, like, be in this movie together and everything. But we'll just cover all this now. They think yeah. he's the real Satan. Right, which is another thing that you 
I don't know if you would really see in a Disney movie today of they are literally Satan worshippers and they think that this is Satan right here. Where like when he walks into the um, kitchen, it's like, ah, a torture chamber because she picks up like a mallet. (laughs) There's a great scene of a a Mary sitting there watching television and it's that commercial where the baby's running around and she's like, wow. Let's <laughs> go crazy. He shows his wife, the Sanderson sisters. And they're like, she turns around and she has curlers in her hair. Like, look, it's Medusa. See the serpents in her hair. <laughs> like Satan is with Medusa now, I guess. And she goes upstairs for a while. At that point, they're like, master, will you dance with me? <laughs> yeah. And of course, like, Sarah, who's the one that, like, calls all these people in, is immediately just starts dancing with them. And this old man's like, okay. Yeah, he's not going to complain. And then the wife comes back down and sees that. like, okay, everybody Party's over. She starts yelling at the husband. like, you should not talk to Master that way. (laughs) Imagine being this guy. You have no idea what's going on. Because he's like, they call me Master. And she's like, wait until you see what I'm going to call you. Here, take your clerk bars and get out of here. And, like, make us. And this tiny little dog runs and chases them out, who's very adorable. Yeah, so he stands on the pumpkin with his, like, devil wings. And this is yeah. when when he's starting to, like, start catch on about what's going on. Because she rips one of the kids' masks off and's like, see, they're not, like, goblins and monsters. They're children. And because immediately they're like, children! And they start running after him. <laughs> Um, also, three girls dressed as the Sanderson sisters stole their brooms when they were inside. I love that little part of they. I call it that this time, especially that they were dressed like them. Of like, look, neat brooms. Of and the very best, those kids just stole those. Yes, <laughs> very well, <laughs> like extremely well made, like authentic replica brooms. <laughs> Remember last year you went inside during trick-or-treating and some kids stole all of your candy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was inside for, like, ten minutes. I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> I put so much time and effort into this goddamn front porch. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> but uh, during all that's going on, this is where our kids report the witches to the police who's sitting on yeah. a motorcycle. Look, here's the thing. We all know it's a fake cop. Like, it's not. Like, But they he doesn't tell me yells at them for wasting his time and everything on such a busy night. They leave, and then his girlfriend comes up, they thought I was a real cop. All right, but we all know the part. I don't need to beat for beat it. But I have a question about this scene. Yeah. He's dressed as a cop. He's in uniform. His patch says Salem PD. It doesn't just say, like, police, like a party city cop costume. So he clearly is, like, impersonating an (laughs) officer for the night. And if a real cop would find him, I'm pretty sure he would get arrested. Yeah, you cannot do this. This is Mr. Leahy running around in his old cop uniform drunk. And they're like, we're going to arrest you if you keep doing this. Yeah, but they're having no luck with the police, so they go to the town hall party where their parents are. Uh, like we said, they just run in, secure, like, hey, you can't go in there, but does nothing. He's like, I'm not getting paid enough for that. Which, how awesome is this party? They have ghost playing. Dude, I was so mad. I sent you it. I was scrolling <laughs> through TikTok. And in my notes, I had already watched Hocus Pocus. I did my notes. And I wrote down, huh, it's swing music ghost. Because it looks yeah. like the band ghost up there. And then I see on TikTok, someone like set that guy to singing ghost. And I was so angry. I like, texted you. I was like, fuck, I wrote this joke down to say. <laughs> see, I thought I was being original. But yeah, no, it looks like straight up Mariana up there. Oh, yeah. That, or think, like, the horrible Michael Graves era misfits. Oh, yeah. But I was still a sucker for a lead singer just in a, like, skeleton outfit. Uh, My Chemical Romance is touring again, and Gerard Way every night goes out in a different outfit. Like, the one night he was a cat. (laughs) The one night he went out in just a full skeleton, like, black leotard with the skeleton print over it. I was like, it's still cool looking. Oh, yeah. But Max interrupts the band, and his parents are like, oh, what the hell's he doing? Because first, like, we're in trouble. Like, where's Danny? Danny's fine. Oh, okay, good. But he interrupts her band. And think, this is all the parents there. The kids are out trick-or-treating, so this is their night to cut loose. Like, your kids are in danger. 
because everyone like gasps. They're like, oh, they're like, then he immediately goes, the Sanderson sisters are back. And everyone starts laughing at him. And at this point, they've made their way in there. They're following him. They're like, look, they're right there. The spotlight shines on them, and everyone kind of laughs because they just think they're three really good costumes. Like, thank you for the marvelous introduction. Yeah, thank you, Max, for the marvelous introduction. And then it goes into, I put a spell on you, and goes into the whole song. And I'm guessing this band is like, oh, this is a thing set up we had no idea about. Yeah, get back into the song. And the Sanderson sisters go up and they sing a whole song. <laughs> yeah, and again, like I said, if you look for too much logic in Hocus Pocus, you'll hate it. I'll just blow past this. Like, how do they know what a microphone yeah. is? Anything? Okay, whatever. How do they know the lyrics to the song after hearing it for like 30 seconds? Yes. But they also seem to kind of turn it into a spell because they start doing like they start chanting the magic words again. And then at the very end, it's dance, dance, dance until you die. And then immediately all the parents turn into like cokeheads at the rave, like like aggressively dancing until I guess they pass (laughs) away. But Billy's in there chasing the kids. The kids get out and hide in an alley, but the Sanderson sisters were enjoying themselves too much anyway doing this. Um, an old oven in the alley gives Allison an idea, and I don't know how the sisters end up here. I guess they just followed the scent, but they go to the school, and the sisters are outside like, what is this place? It's a prison for children, which was my favorite line as a kid. Same. I remember being a little kid, and be- every time I was like, yes, it is! <laughs> They lure them into the kiln, like, for clay, like, for art class and everything, with a tape saying, like, I would like to borrow a book, saying in all these different languages, and they go in there, and they shut the door on them, and they burn them alive, and that's the end of the movie, right? Exactly, and it, because it cuts to, um, Danny, Max, and Allison all run with Binks, and Binks climbs up on the tree limb, and he's the black cat silhouetted by the full moon, so it's very Halloween-y. It's like, I can't believe it's over, Danny. And anyone who had a TV set in the 90s will recognize they are running in front of the fountain from the opening montage to Friends. I hated Friends. (laughs) But you know you've seen it, no, no fucking doubt. Don't even lie to me. You've seen oh, no. it. I know, and you know there's going to be like I'd love the clash of people of like because people go on like the location tours and whatnot. It's like the friends people and the hocus pocus people. So it's like preppies versus goths. It's like it's my fountain. <laughs> but Binks joins the family officially now, and they all go home. And it's a touching moment of Danny because Binks is immortal. Like I'll take care of you until I'm old, and then my kids will take care of you, and their kids will take care of you. And I'm like, man, this cat's life is gonna suck. Eventually, yeah. the Earth will explode, and you'll just float forever. <laughs> That's space. what I started thinking this time. Of imagine in like a billion years when the sun explodes, and now Binks is just a cat in space. <laughs> Yeah, he can't die of oxygen deprivation, he's just there forever. Or he, like, revives, like, he comes back to life, he, like, chokes to death, he dies. He comes back to life, he chokes to death and dies. Forever! (laughs) Humanity has long ceased to exist thousands of years ago, it's only been him. What's the Futurama episode where Bender, like, gets shot into space, and, like, a civilization starts growing on his ass, but then they nuke each other, and then Bender talks to God, and Bender's like, I was God once, and God was like, yes, I saw it, until everyone killed themselves. (laughs) But all the smoke that went up the chimney when the sisters got burned, woo, reverses back into the school chimney, and the witches come back out speaking French, which I thought was funny for a second. Oh, yeah, because they, like, tear down the door. They're like, I want my book. <laughs> lingo, or whatever it is in French. Um, I really want to uh, want to mention real quick. Uh, Max's room is like a dream room as a kid. Do you remember seeing his room and think it was the coolest? Yeah, it was pretty cool. With the, with the stairs going up where it's like almost the watchtower type thing. Yeah, definitely. I like it. It's nice. It's a little drum set and everything up there. Yeah, it almost reminded me, like, remember Hey Arnold's room? How cool it was of he had the very top room and had the skylight? Uh, look, not to brag, I did have that room. What? 
Yeah, dude, what? <laughs> that my old house, like my like attic, like upstairs room that we converted into my room is nice. Yeah. Like I had the whole like long room and everything. Like, hey, Arnold, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why I ever moved. <laughs> yeah, just moved back in with mom and dad. <laughs> well, they don't even live there anymore. I know my mom's listening to this, so get the attic ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go move into your parents' attic. I remember you yeah. got the old attic room, too. <laughs> Tell Stormy and Rick I'm moving in. We do that. We record in the bar room. <laughs> my dad has two taps. <laughs> See? Yeah, I'm coming. But anyway, Mary's nose takes the witches to Jay and Ice because they stole his shoes. They call them ugly. And a hard cut to them caged in the Sanderson house. And they've pretty much accepted their fate. They're like, we're going to die! Because there's nothing they can do. They don't have the book. Well, this is funny, because Jay and Ice are sitting there, and Ice is just, like, pounding candy. He's like, I don't feel good. Because Jay's like, oh no, what do you want to do? Like, let's go terrorize kids? All the kids went to bed. Let's go peek in windows and look at naked ladies. All the ladies are in bed, too. Well, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't feel good. The bullies in this movie, instead of like pounding alcohol or something, they're like, well, let's eat a bunch of candy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's accurate. But it is funny because they go sniffing around and they find the, the witches find the wrong kid. It's like, oh, why do all the ugly chicks stay out at night? And she's like, chicks. And then it cuts right to they're in the cages. It's like, we're so sorry. <laughs> But Allison decides she's going to open up the book and find a way to save Binks, like reverses curse. And as she yeah. opens it, I guess they can't see it, but it shoots this big like homing beacon up into the sky. Well, because they open it and immediately it's like this giant light beam shoots up and they're like, nothing weird yet. It's like, what about the spotlight? Yeah, but I guess they don't know it's there and... At that point, the witches look out when they've accepted their fate they're going to die, and they see the big beam shooting into the sky. This is, it's Winnie and Mary, like, Mary's, like, uh, consoling Winnie. Because Winnie's like, oh, I could feel the icy breath of death on my neck. Take me to the window so I could say goodbye to the cruel world. Goodbye, world. And Winnie's like, bye-bye, world. It's like, goodbye, cruel life. It's like, bye-bye, life. (laughs) After that, Alice and Max are downstairs getting salt because it repels witches, and they're about to finally kiss, and they hear a noise upstairs. They go up, and the witches have the book and Danny, and they fly away with both of them. Yes. This is the Come Little Children song, and I love this scene. One, I like the song. I don't know why. It's comforting. And the... All, like, the zombie kids are just walking out on the street, like, in a trance after. Oh, yeah, it's the like siren song type thing to draw all the kids out. And it is like, this is also, I know why you like it. It's because Sarah Jessica Parker, Parker is like dry humping that broom the entire time. <laughs> like I said, it's comforting. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but Allison figures out the sun will kill them. And back at the witch house, they're just about to give Danny the potion. I don't know how these other two get there so quick, but Max shows up and is like, I know something you don't. Daylight Savings Time, which is going to date this movie so bad, I think like that's going away next year, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. That'd be awesome yeah, if it does. Yeah, I think we're getting rid of it like next year, I heard. I hope. I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. But it goes, Daylight Savings Time! And right then, like I guess Alice in the car turns on the lights and it shines in, and the witches once again slink away like they're dying. Max dumps the cauldron, gets Danny, they all drive away, and the witches realize they're still alive. Real quick, I have to mention, even though we're going way long, Danny's like, wait! It reminds me of the end of Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Like, I want to see them turn to ash! But then she oh, realizes it's not God. actually morning. She's like, oh, and leaves. But it reminds it's... me of the girl at the end of Freddy vs. Jason. I want to see him die! Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, run away. That's one of the little parts, like a couple different little scenes, Danny annoys me. That Oh, I love that. That was hilarious. That's one of them. Because Allison's like, get in the fucking car. Max is like, let's go. And Danny's like, never mind. It's like, yeah, <laughs> they're trying to eat you. But there's still enough, just enough potion left for one child. And our three kids go back to the cemetery. But Billy Butcherson's there. And the witches fly there again. You know, this is all going on. This is also where they have oh. to get the cleaning equipment from the 
the yes. storage closet. They're flying on like a regular broom, a mop, and Mary has a vacuum cleaner. She's like, Winnie! Yeah, and she has a vacuum cleaner. It looks like she has Roombas in the second one. It's like, I guess as long as it's cleaning supplies, it will fly like a Swiffer. Again, we can't look for the logic in this one. <laughs> but this is also where the sisters could have easily, because all the other kids have shown up, they could have just grabbed one of the other kids, made them drink it, become like, okay, we got our powers back at full strength, now let's go after them. No, they're like, no, we have to get Danny first. Like, even though there's like a hundred children outside of our door. Well, now it's personal, Brett. Yeah, but still, you know what? It could be personal tomorrow. And you At could first, still it was just tonight. business. <laughs> <laughs> but they arrive at the graveyard again while they're there. Billy Butcherson's there, and she's like, Billy, get them! And he oh. cuts open his stitches on his mouth, and all these moths fly out, and he tells off Winnie. So this was real. This was not CG yes. or anything. He actually had moths in his mouth, and the way they did this was real cool. They put, like, a cup in his mouth, like so they wouldn't go down his throat with a tiny hole in the back so he could cough and like push them out with air. And then they put like a fake mouth over his real mouth that he cut and then poof, cough, like shot air out and shot all these moths out, which was really cool. Yeah. I love that. They actually used real moths. I think it took them like three takes to get the like final take they wanted, but yeah, it is cool. But imagine being like Doug Jones sitting there being like, oh, fucking goddammit, I got a mouthful of moths. Some people hate them. Imagine having a phobia of a moth. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but they... this is great because he cuts his mouth open and he spits all the moths out. And he's like, he sees Winnie right there. He's like, wench, you trollop, you <laughs> devil worshipping whore. <laughs> He's, then he looks at Max and he's like, I've been waiting centuries to say that. It's like, just don't breathe on me. It's like, in the last 15 minutes, Billy becomes like a hero and like, we love him. Yeah. Uh, they help put Danny in his grave. So like, because oh. it's dug up and low and they put a salt circle around it, like to help protect her. This is also something else funny I found in the movie of, like, this entire time Danny and everyone's been running from him, and Max is just like, he's okay, and Danny's like, oh, okay, and he walks over, she walks over to him and is like, hi, Billy! Yeah, it's not really explained why he was chasing them earlier and why the sudden change of heart, but whatever, I'll take yeah. it. But witches arrive and they kick Billy's head off, and Danny gets up to help the zombie man, but is taken, at, but yeah. Binks... Jumps off a tree, attacks Winifred. There's this big thing going on. They drop the potion. Max catches it. Is like, if you want to take someone, take me. He drinks it. So now they're going to have to suck his life force out. Look, I don't know what witch law is, but I guess it's if you're under 18, you're still a child because it'll still work I, with him, I guess. I guess. But when they, from when they are from, which is like the 1600s, if you were like 12, you already had like two children. Yeah, I know. I, that's so, what I was thinking. I'm like, that's a man they, to them. Do they look up? They're like, wait a minute. What do you mean it's not working on the whatever age? What age do they go to now? Holy shit, we got a lot more of them now that we can pick from. Yeah. But when he starts draining him of his life, the others grab the vacuum cord that Mary's on and cause a big crash and everything. And uh-oh, it's sunrise. Well, this is a, I, another little, like, and like you said, you can't dig too deep into this movie, but every, like, suck of life force that uh, Max gets taken out of him, is that a year? Is that a decade? Does it all get put back after the witches die? Like, I think it's an all or nothing thing. Okay. I, that's just what I'm guessing. I don't know. But Sunrise, Sarah and Mary explode into cool Halloween fireworks, but Mary is... I mean, Winifred's turned into stone. Well, yeah, because she, like, lands, she falls off the broom and lands in the graveyard, which is the consecrated ground that they were like, we can't touch it. And at this point in the movie, I remember even being little, being like, she's touching the goddamn cemetery ground! She can't do that! But she turns into a statue and explodes then. Because she's like, boo and turns into the statue. Yeah, exactly. And then she still explodes, though. Yes. Binks, after being dropped and killed, but he never dies, he's still down. Binks, Binks, wake up! Danny's all sad, but then Ghost Binks shows up, and he says, 
I'm free now. I can go see my be with my family. Thank you, Danny. And yeah. He goes to walk away, and his sister shows up as Colin for him. And like, what took you so long? I love that. Zachary Binks! Zachary Binks! What took you so long? It's a sweet little moment. The two but ghost then, kids walking away. Well, then he goes, I'm sorry, Emily. I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. Which is such a great little button on the story of, like, oh, that's funny. And then we just get a fun little, the parents finally leave the dance party because I guess the curse is lifted since the sisters died. They're yeah. Like, they're sweaty and like, holy shit, like they just came off a bender. And they're like, we thought LA was a party town. <laughs> the book opens its eye and then credits. And for, how old am I now? 29. For 29 years, we waited for a sequel. We're like, holy shit, the book's eye opened. Yeah, we knew it was coming. And then when it kicks right back into I put a spell on you, and so ends the possibly one of the greatest uh, Halloween movies of all time. So, it's funny because, I guess I should talk about this in the sequel episode and not this one, but whatever. Like, Hocus Pocus was one of those movies that you know you see those stupid posts all the time, and anyone who follows movies knows they're bullshit, but for lack of a better term, like, your normie friends who don't, like, they'll share this, like, here's all yeah. the new movies coming out next year! And there'll be one or two real ones, and the rest are all bullshit. For, like, yes. the past 15 years, for, like, you always see Hocus Pocus 2 right. long before it was ever confirmed. Step Brothers 2, for some reason, is always yes. in there. And, like, now it's always It Chapter 3, I'm constantly saying, like, no! None of these are real! Stop it, you fools! Except for oh. now, Hocus Pocus 2 finally is. I remember for the longest time, every year, I would see that same thing and see Hocus Pocus 2 and just be like, I only wish. I'm like, no, it's not! Stop it! Yeah. Until now. And hopefully Disney doesn't fuck it up like they did with the prequel trilogy. But I mean, this was always this was always Disney, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like they acquired true. something else. But this is a completely new version of Disney, not in the 90s, in the 2020s. And I'm hope well, number we already saw one thing they took away from us. And we'll get that next we'll get that tomorrow, don't worry. <laughs> Alright. You wanna get in count of the dead? Let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Because, yes, this Disney movie does have death. Well, there's a lot of, like, dude, half the cartoon Disney movies have death in it. Yeah, but this is real life. Like, you never saw that in, like, I don't know, what's a Disney show? I never really watched Disney. That's so Raven. Oh, I don't know. I never... I, I didn't have the channel, to be honest. That's why, like I said, why I never watched half those movies until I was an adult, because I didn't have a Disney channel. I remember I would watch it for, like, Halloween Town, or this. <laughs> yeah. Throughout with Horror Count of the Dead's where tally up all the deaths in the movie, where do you think we got with Hocus Pocus? Like I said, your only caveat is I did not count the Sanderson sisters. All other normal throbbing rules apply. What do you think we got? And I'm guessing Binks only died once. Like, you're only counting one of his deaths. Exactly. That's a throbbing rule. You got it. Okay. I'm gonna say, um, two, then. Thackery Banks and his sister. You got it, too. Which, there is a black cat in the trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. We don't know who it is or Even what. Even if it's Banks, I'm saying that's his ghost coming back. He's fucking yeah. dead. He died when he got turned into the cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Scout of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting to my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> Uh, so basically, I take the movie, and I take something from the movie, and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst, and 10 being the best. I come up with that thing right now. I'm going to go Halloween Nights, because this entire movie takes place over a Halloween night, and for people like you and me, that's a huge, that's the biggest night of the entire year. I could give a shit about my birthday. Halloween Night, that's huge. Okay. Um, so a number one Halloween Night, the worst kind of Halloween Night. Um, probably this year because it's like a fucking Monday or something. I think. Well, no, even the, no, this year I think it's going to be pretty awesome because there's so much shit coming out. I'm gonna say it's like you got all this shit prepared. Like, oh my god, there's a Halloween movie after Halloween ends. Holy shit! And it's on Halloween night. It premieres, and you go to turn on Peacock to watch it, and your power goes out. 
Oh, I see. And you hear some commotion outside, and kids wrecked all your decorations. Oh, no. A number 10 Halloween night, the perfect Halloween night. I mean, oh, my God. Is it you watch like six horror movies in a row, you carve a shit ton of jack-o'-lanterns, you're overdosing on pumpkin spice and candy. Basically, no matter what your age is, if you're like eight years old or you're like almost 30, it's like you just go buck wild and you're just like, fuck it, let's just go insane. And the next day you feel like complete shit. But that night was fun. Being 30, am I still allowed to go buck wild? Of course, because it's Halloween night. You're just going to feel okay. a lot worse the next day. <laughs> I just wanted to check, okay. Um, I'm giving Hocus Pocus a 10 out of 10. There's no way I can't. I adore this movie. It's a must-watch every single year. I grew up on it. Um, there was a couple years there, I remember when I was a teenager, I was like, Hocus Pocus is stupid. But that didn't ask, like last long, and I went right back to loving it. Like, I adore this movie. I love it. It's classic. I didn't go 10, though. I went really high. I gave it 8.5 Halloween nights out of 10. Okay. I, I love this movie. It's, it's one of the... I usually don't watch it on Halloween day, actually, because I usually get it in before Halloween. But I watch it Same. every Halloween season. Oh, no. It's not a on Halloween day for me, but I definitely watch it a couple times in October. But yeah, I'm glad we got to knock this one out. Um, thank you guys for sticking around for Throbtober. It's just getting started. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got so much shit coming. And even if you're, like, you're doing a PG, like, Disney movie, don't worry. There's going to be fucking derangement coming at some point of people getting their guts ripped out and all kinds of different stuff. I mean, we already had some. We have more coming. Don't worry. Exactly. It was weird when I logged, when I went to go do my notes for this, and I saw that Disney logo pop up. And yeah. Like, do, 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 do at the beginning I'm like oh, this this feels strange this is <laughs> like, it's like yeah like I've never had this before <laughs> usually it's like trauma team presents <laughs> yeah unless you have anything else man no that's all I got we'll see you guys tomorrow for Hocus Pocus 2 yeah I can't wait for Hocus Pocus 2 and we hope that Hocus Pocus has left your brain throbbing with horror oh hey didn't see you there well that was a fun episode wasn't it be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.